Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing yeah, with the yeah, bridges. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats who rescue, turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the opponent, we can toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Welcome to episode 40, Denver of Thieves. Ooh. This is Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. <laughs> Joining me as always, it's the Joker, the Laugher. It's Trev. Hey, what up, guys? How we doing? We're going to win on Sunday. I hope so. And down on the bottom here, we got <laughs> Stoner. What's up, fellas? Good to see you all once again. Always happy to hang out with my boys and talk Washington football team slash DC sports. You know, it's pretty funny. You put your old man glasses on and said, good to see you boys right after you put them on. So <laughs> hey, it's hey, you can't contain the genius that is the stoner. Okay. <laughs> so, hmm. What's well, up guys? We, we've got a good show for you. We will be talking about the Denver Broncos. In fact, we have a special guest coming up. It will be Susie Worgen from the Broncos radio sideline joining us here for the game. And in the cool down, we'll talk some more of our other DC sports, how the Wiz started their season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Caps continued their wonderful start to their season as well. That will all come down in the cool down. But the warm up right now is going to be the Washington football team against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and of course, before I get there, because I forgot about it, I ran away with this, guys. It ran away from me, just like okay. you'll be running with oh. Pacers Running, our sponsor. <laughs> Pacers Running for every run. You'll hear more about them when we get to the game. All right, guys. Denver Broncos started off the season strong, uh-huh. have not continued to look as good as that 3-0 and start do you think Washington can win this game in the mile high come Sunday? Uh, Halloween, well, by the way. Scary game. Maybe scary game for Scary Terry. Could be a trick or a treat. Um, well, since you said the fact that they started 3-0, and the Denver Broncos, and they are now on a four-game losing streak, they're going up against a team that, if you're looking to get out of your slump, we can help you with that. So <laughs> this might be a trap game for us as well. I, I know trap game is a weird term to use because we're not a good team to use the word trap game, but Denver is coming on a four game losing streak. Um, they have quarterback issues just like we do for what it's worth. Our defense has shown progression in the past two, three games, especially against Aaron Rodgers. We put him on the ground like two or three times. That was really nice to see. So, um, I do think we have a legit 100% chance of winning this game. Yeah, that's fair. I do. Uh, more than more than a chance, I believe that Washington does win this game because, and I'll even tell Susie when she gets here, Denver is poopy. They, oh! they're, they're basically the same team as Washington. I need, I need those. I need that verbatim <laughs> said. Not to really. Susie yeah, no problem. Their passing defense that. is pretty good. Okay, but look, they're they're not a good football team, and why are they not a good no. football team? They because don't they don't have a quarterback, right? Just, they're the same as us. Look, we're a poopy team as well. It's not like we're going in there with some great team or anything, but I'm no. just saying that this is the type of team 
the type of game that Washington usually wins. Yeah, and that's why I mean trap game because it's it's laid out that way. But oh, because we they, are the Washington yeah. Football usually team. a trap game is when you're a good team and and all of a sudden you have a bad opponent and then a good opponent coming after that. Yeah, Wash- Washington, Washington was a trap know, game for Green Bay. But I, I get yeah. what you're saying. They expect yeah. to beat Green Bay in Lambeau. It's I agree with Stoner. I don't know that I would tell use that particular choice of words. I don't think that Denver is a particularly great team. Mm. And so I think that this is a very winnable game. And I said that a few weeks ago when we were looking at how bad this team was looking at how bad the schedule was. And that's why I wasn't worried these last couple of weeks when they're losing bad against the chiefs, when they're losing in just a way that just is frustrating. I'm not saying that these, the the way that they lost against green Bay isn't frustrating because they left lots of points on the board or off the board rather. But, uh, but you expect them to lose those games. Now, mm-hmm. Denver is a game that if they lose this Monday's day after reckoning, you might actually get me to be a little bit more emotional because <laughs> that one I'm not expe- I'm not expecting them to lose this game. I'm expecting yeah, right. them either to win or this better be a if they lose, it better be on like some fluke like you know, play. You don't want you don't want a situation Washington get, where it's just like you didn't expect. You don't want Washington to get their butts handed to them against Denver. No, against right, Denver. Right, right. right. <laughs> exactly. You like Teddy Bridgewater? Is yeah. this Teddy Bridgewater from like before the injury? Teddy Bridgewater. I Doesn't mean, if he's going going against us, he might be. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like he might be. He did look like, again during the win streak. He looked like a reasonable quarterback. He is a so reasonable did Sam quarterback. Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold in, in their <laughs> win streak down in Carolina. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was calling well he, he is a reasonable yes. quarterback. <laughs> yes. There you go. I, I'll take that, Nathan. Sam Darnable. I like that. So um, he, here's what yeah. I think coming for the rest for the rest of this year, right? Okay. This obviously includes the Denver game. Uh-huh. I think I've I've thought this all through. They're going to win eight games this year total. <laughs> so they got to go. I don't I don't even know what that is. Six and whatever the rest of the way. They're going to go eight and nine. So they're going to go six and four the rest of the way. Okay. Because look at what they've done so far. Look at who they've played so far this year. In their yeah. seven games, they have played six playoff teams. Mm-hmm. All right? You can talk all you want about Atlanta, who is three and three, I believe. You can talk all you want about New Orleans, who I believe is four and three, whatever four and they two. are. Four and two. Four and two. Mm-hmm. Right? The Giants are the only poopy, real poopy team they've played. Right? So yeah. That's the one game. Now they've lost. Fair, they, they they've put together a few few games that have looked decent. The Giants right. have. So yeah, so, yeah. You, so you're gonna and four of those seven teams that you've yeah. played are Super Bowl contenders. The Chargers are Super Bowl contenders. Mm, I wouldn't say that. They I, think are the Bills, I think that's a bit much for the Chargers. The Bills, yes. yes. The Bills, Bills are yes. Super Bowl. Yes. Con- the Chiefs yes. say what you want about about no. Patrick Mahomes and they're no. struggling. They've been playing. But I agree. They're in that. They're tier. Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Don't don't get. Don't get your mind all they're twisted that on that. They're in that tier. Okay. They've been to the okay. Super Bowl two years in a row. Okay, they're in a little struggle spot right now. Okay, okay. and of okay. course the Packers are Super Bowl contenders. Yes, and they've they've obviously they've lost to all those teams. Understood. But now they have teams like Denver, who mm-hmm. is three and four, two and yeah. five. I don't even know what they're three, three, three and four. four. Yeah. Three. They've they, got they won their Carolina. first three. Yeah. What's Carolina? Yeah. Three and four. Three and four. Yeah. They've got 
Okay, they've got obviously Tampa and Vegas. Those are probably two losses. But they've got Seattle, <laughs> who is two and five. They've Without got Russell Wilson, but he'll be back. The Giants, who are two and five. They've got Philadelphia twice, who are two yeah. and five. And then of course they have Dallas, who is running away with the division right now. But you're going to win some games you don't expect to. You're going to lose some games that you were supposed to win. But I just think this team is going to get better. And they're going to win some games. They're not going three and fourteen. They're not going four and thirteen. They're just not. They're going to end up with seven uh, or eight wins. And it starts this week. They beat Denver this week. I truly believe right. that. I, I the matchup predictor from ESPN, for the record, has mm-hmm. Denver at sixty nine percent. Wow. Really? Yeah, because their passing yeah. defense is really, really good. Well, that's we can't okay. Teddy Bridgewater, for the record, twelve touchdowns, five interceptions, and seventeen hundred yards. Yeah, What's that's Taylor fine. Heineke right now? Sixteen, sixteen fifty with ten touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's awful. Yeah. He's yeah, it's not the greatest. More, he's going to throw two more on Sunday. It's not the greatest. Yeah, oh, we'll man, let's not. Let's not we'll get, get to that. that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that, that in the dollar uh, dollar. <laughs> we'll get to that. But did you guys happen to see the Pro Football Focus? Uh, grades for Washington from this past game. Nah. 17 defensive players played right in the game. I had at least one snap and they were graded out. Now I do have a fundamental problem with pro football focus and how they do their grades. Yeah. It's That's kind of the point. bringing up PFF right now and someone who yeah. doesn't really. Yeah. But, but so everybody seems to, to go by them. <laughs> right. So yeah. of the 17 guys, who do you think was the lowest rated defensive player out of the Chase 17? Young? I was Chase listening Young. to the junkies when they yeah. brought it up. Shout 17. out to the junkies. Love the junkies. Love the junks. <laughs> what up, yeah, junk? Chase Young was the lowest rated. My, by the way, my, my go-go player. for the for the uh <laughs> oh, yeah, it was my go-go. Yeah. Was what? He was he was, was my Chase? go-go for the no. game, was yeah. was Chase Young, yeah. and he got rated the lowest defensive player. I laughed yeah, at that. I I yeah, I there PFF. is some I have a love hate re- relationship with it as well. There's some things where I I agree. I'm a very much an analytic guy. I like the numbers. I like breaking things down in a way that mm-hmm. they make sense, you know, number wise. But then there are some things that you just look at and you're just like, that's an that's an eyeball test, right? This that <laughs> player that player has mm-hmm. it. That player does not have it. Right, um, right. Yeah, one that's of the things sure, I yeah. say about t- t- Taylor Heineke. I, I really what? don't like his play, but he's got a lot of moxie, right? He has at least uh, that, 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 damn he has moxie. that moxie. I'm not <laughs> saying it's worth the darn. I'm not saying it's worth the darn, but at least, hey, that that's that's what you want your backup quarterback to have, right? You want your backup quarterback to have moxie because when they come into the game, you want them to kind of fire up the players yeah. and go after it. And it's not that you don't want your starter to have it. It's just that he's not a starting quarterback. He just happens to be a starting quarterback right now. But the the tail of the tape with him is being laid out quite easily. You can see that he's just not where he needs to be. Now, I do think that he's a serviceable quarterback. I do wish that we could get somebody else here. Time out. That. How did of. you end up, how did you get on around Taylor Heineke when Stoner was talking about PFF? How did we get to that? Well, he's just trying to say that sometimes PFF, sometimes the eyeball test, the eyeball test went from, yeah. went PFF. from the PFF yeah. to the eyeball test. Taylor yeah. Heineke doesn't pass either. We know that. Yeah, we know that. 
that's shout out to Patrick in our in our <laughs> chat right here. So we do stream up, live Peter? on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Patrick, we, what's up? Hail to we, Washington football team. Can you guys uh, you can join in listening? Can you tell that we're huge fans of Taylor Heineke? Can you guys tell that? <laughs> well, <listening> we we've <laughs> definitely never been fans yeah. of Taylor Heineke. We all was, we all were sarcastic. instant hive memberships, not not at all. No, you know not, what, not, Nate? not a single remember? one of us believed in him. Do you remember um, episode one of oh, Ref the District? PT. PT. Right? This is PT. This is pre-Trev, right? Let me right? just... Let me just mm-hmm. No, no. Come <laughs> so episode one, I just, I'm just i just doing a callback to, to what we did. You remember what we did that day? We had our five priorities for the Washington football team in the offseason, right? One, two, three, four, five. And we didn't share them with each other, but they pretty much aligned right up, right? And what was number one? that they could not go into training camp with QBX. They couldn't go in <laughs> with Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, and a nobody. Right. That's exactly what they did. Everybody's known for years you Y'all can't go into training camp without your franchise quarterback or what? You're going to be 2-5 and five going against another 2-5 <laughs> and five team that's poopy. How do you guys do that? Three so and you guys are responsible oh, right, for four, this sorry. season. You. you guys are responsible oh, for this yeah. season. If we had that much power, guys. Trevor, we would not be speaking awfulness into existence. We'd be speaking <laughs> Super Bowls into existence. But unfortunately, yeah. we do not have that kind of power here on Ref the District. Well, oh, well. I tell you what. Uh, We're going to find out a little bit more about the Broncos side of the house when we return for the game. And we'll be bringing on Susie Worgan, the Broncos radio sideline reporter here in just a bit. Welcome to the stream. It is Susie Morgan, as I mentioned, the Broncos radio sideline reporter to give us the Broncos. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to the audio version, you're missing out on the, the throwback Denver Broncos helmet. Yeah, that's well, you dope. see that, do you? Yeah, yeah. Love, love that. Love that. You, it, it, it was so, it's so good. It interrupted my intro. Like, it yeah, just I, know. Hot, I was just like, I was just like, oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't uh, Susie, usually sit there, but I thought I had to break it out for uh, you guys. That's so. perfect. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you Absolutely. for joining us, Susie. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here on Ref the District. You bet. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say one thing. And my last name's easy to confuse. It's like gin, the drink. Now, once oh, I say whoops. it that way, it's war gin. Then you'll know. I have a bartender. So there, we go. All right. there you go. Yeah. Trev's got it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we again, appreciate, uh, appreciate you joining us. We, we talked about, and, and, and Stoner's got some special words to say about the Denver Broncos. We'll let him get to that in just a little bit. Okay. The Denver Broncos started off the season pretty strong. Not so strong here the last four weeks. What's been going on with them uh, as a team lately? Isn't that the million dollar question? Mm. Yeah. Mm. When you, you said two and five, I'm like, oh, wait, did I miss one of our uh, wins? <laughs> right, <really>? my, <laughs> my fault. <laughs> so, yeah, thankfully we had those first three wins, last four games, not so good. You know, um, injuries, and, and you hate to have injuries be a big reason why things have fallen apart, but that is one of the big reasons we've fallen apart especially defensively. You know, I was looking at the breakdown between the two teams for this Sunday and um, 
Our defenses, you know, the offenses have a lot to be desired, but our defense, you know, Broncos defense wise still has some of those categories where they're top 10. And I think that's a result of what happened in those first three games because they were so good, um, but just have been decimated. Linebacker position, we lose um, Josie Jewell and Alexander Johnson. Both to porn to uh, torn porn. Try again. Torn. <laughs> you lost the porn. Holy <laughs> yeah. to porn. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. What's going on? Now you sound like the Washington football team now. I know, exactly. Oh yes, you guys have enough headlines. I was going to uh, bring those up, but um, but just okay. there, and you know, our our secondary has had issues, um, and now we've got some issues up front. Mike Purcell's got a um a thumb injury. They're not sure if he's going to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So defensively, we've heard, and then Von Miller, uh, Vic Fangio mm-hmm. was asked today, hey, if if he would, you know, if you had to say today if he'd play Sunday, he said it's questionable. He's got the ankle injury. Although a lot of us are still thinking it looked more like a knee injury when we watched him yeah. against the Browns on Thursday. So yeah. there's just been a lot of issues there. And then offensively, struggling there too. And Teddy, I mean, Teddy looked so good for the first three games. And everybody thought he was like the second coming of the guy who signed that helmet, John Elway. Oh, you got a signature <laughs> on that thing too? Right? Same drop. But- <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things where now we're like, oh, man. I And when Drew Locke came in, Drew had such a great opportunity to show everybody why he should have been picked. You know, they said the battle was really close between the two of them, but he showed nothing in that half mm-hmm. of football that he played when Teddy went out with a concussion. So there's just been some struggles there, too. Very, very hopeful that this weekend uh, we might get Jerry Judy back at wide receiver and Teddy yeah, and, Judy, and Jerry do a um, – they're phenomenal together. Before Jerry Judy went out in that first game against um, – New York, um, I think it's six catches for 72 yards or something like that, which is on fire that game. So a great target, you know, if he plays on Sunday. Uh, uh, Alberto, not sure if he's going to be back this Sunday or not, but if we can get another, you know, somebody at the tight end position, that'll help. Although we've got great tight ends there, especially with Noah Fant. So mm-hmm. we sit there and look at the team on paper, especially at the beginning of the season, and people are like, man, we're kind of stacked. I mean, Teddy was our question mark. He came out strong. Defense came out strong. But then the last few weeks, it's just kind of and it just goes away and you sit there and go, wait, what happened? Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. So like the Washington football team, we have a big question mark at quarterback, too, as well. Right. Um, what, is, what are some rumblings about in the organization for the future of that position? Are you guys looking to maybe sign and trade for a veteran in the offseason? go find somebody in the draft or what are your plans at quarterback for the future? If you have any right now, you know, honestly, there's so many question marks just with this team in and of itself because of ownership. That's one of the biggest questions. Mm -hmm. I think people are looking at in the off season by next spring, chances are we will have, um, you know, new ownership in the works because there's such a, a big thing going on with the Boland family the kids would all have to agree. There's seven of them. It's not wow. going to happen. So if they can't agree, the team will be up for sale. So if that happens, mm-hmm. our GM, George Payton, who came from uh, Minnesota, he's got a six-year contract. So pretty sure that Payton will stay in place. Will Fangio stay in place? Who knows? Will Pat Shermer, our offensive coordinator, be here? Who knows? So I think it really depends top to bottom what happens um, you know, within gotcha. the organization to see what they do end up doing at quarterback because – if we've got a whole new coaching staff in here, they're going to have to cater, you know, to a, a quarterback and a scheme that that works with that coaching staff. So we've tried the um, veteran quarterback before; it worked really well with Peyton Manning. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, even when we got Peyton, Peyton Manning, you know if he isn't that play. Eli's brother? Isn't that Eli's brother? That's Eli's brother. He's the funny one on the top of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Eli's Everybody watches that. Eli's good. Yeah, Eli's yeah, good. they are yeah. good. 
Um, but they're going to honor Peyton too at halftime um, this yeah. weekend because he's going to have his name in the ring of fame and then they'll celebrate the fact that he got into the uh, hall of fame too. So, um, but you know, Peyton worked out well, Joe Flacco, not so much. So, mm, you know, right. it, it kind of depends on which way you go with that veteran quarterback. And, and they thought they had it with uh, with Teddy. I mean, you don't have a Peyton Manning with Teddy Bridgewater, but yeah. he came with that veteran experience, which was more than what Drew Locke has. I think he gained mm. a great respect in the locker room. The guys really, really like him. And I've seen a lot of gelling between offense and defense more this year than I have the last couple of years. And I think that's a result of Teddy really trying to to bring guys in and, and keep guys together. So I really, uh, Trev, I think it's going to be something where we just got to see what happens with the organization before they figure yeah. out what's going on at quarterback. Okay. Well, Susie, let's stick to the, let's stick with quarterbacks because that's the NFL is built around the quarterback, Absolutely. right? You win if you've got a good quarterback and you lose if you, if you don't. And so that's kind of my view of Denver is they're not very good because they don't have a quarterback. In fact, I called them poopy. But so is Washington. Washington is poopy as well. But then yeah, I consider did. Denver a poopy team uh, because <laughs> of the quarterback position. But my question is, would you take 10 more years of this, of what you're going through right now, um, knowing – No, but knowing – Do you think that they sold their, their future for those couple years of Peyton Manning and a couple of Super Bowls – and one title. Did they sell out their future when they did that? And now they're in the same quarterback purgatory that so many teams are in. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, and, and I think, you know, you can probably go back to like when the Marlins went to the World Series and they sold everything to get all the mm -hmm. right people in to get to the World Series. And did we do that? No, not necessarily. I mean, it was Peyton freaking Manning and they just don't right, make right. them like that very often. So, yeah. um, you know, first ballot hall of famer and you just can't say enough good things about him. I mean, Tom Brady's breaking all of his records now, but you know, you just, there, there's so many, the mediocre quarterbacks in this league, there's way too many of them. And sometimes I sit mm -hmm. there and go, how come there can't be, where, where's that upper echelon? But really we can count them on one hand. You got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, <laughs> yeah. where Maybe else? Maybe Mahomes when May he's oh, healthy. Mahomes, Patrick Maybe. Mahomes, except yeah. you know, he got he's getting Russell, exposed more and more as well. Yes, he yeah. is. Yes, and Russell is. Wilson when he's healthy uh, and Dak and when, when he's, he's healthy. healthy. And that's the problem. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, right. So yes. I think it's just we're we're in such a, a a state all around the league of quarterback mediocrity, and everybody's just trying to go, okay, who can I get that's kind of maybe better than that guy and would kind of work with our system with the other pieces we have. There's much more to choose from, from running backs and wide receivers and tight ends. And if you can get an offensive line, that'll protect yeah. them. And that's a problem we're having too, is that Teddy's getting just annihilated. He got hit 17 times, you know, a, yes. a couple of games ago against the Raiders. So we should I think that's them. where, you know, there's a lot of poopy teams out there because of the media. <laughs> there is, there is. <laughs> Fair well, enough. Washington is uh, bottom of the league in attendance, and FedEx Field often feels like an away game. Uh, so Mile High should just be like a home game for the Washington <laughs> players. What is the experience there, and what's that atmosphere like? For, oh, you know, oh, my gosh. Nathan, it's, it's awesome. Um, and, I mean, I'm a homer. I'm a native. I grew up here. I've grown up watching mm -hmm. Bronco football my whole life, and so I'm a, I'm a super – biased individual as far as a sideline reporter goes, but it's pretty awesome. Um, and, and last year was, was so dismal when we couldn't have fans in the stands. We had 
for the first couple games, there were, you know, families, there were 500 people or 2,500 people. And then when they said, okay, nobody in the stands, I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm doing sidelines. And the only way I could do sidelines last year was I had to stand in the front row of the stands, which was, I had from like, you know, the 50 to the end zone and I could just go back and forth, just, you know, all the way through. Um, But it was, it was, bad because I couldn't be by the guys and hear and see what's going on. So that wasn't very fun. I got a better view because it is hard from the sidelines sometimes to see what's going on. So I could see a little bit better up there. But what was really weird, the first game that we had where there weren't fans in the stands, um, halftime is my only time to go use the restroom. So I go up to the concourse. Uh, it's dark because all the lights are on motion sensors and there's been nobody around. (laughs) Open up the bathroom door locked. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to go up to the press box and our elevators are in like, you know, these coves where there aren't windows and again, no lights. And so I'm waving my <laughs> arms like a mad woman trying to get lights to go on. So I'm going and I'm like, what is going on? There's an NFL game happening right here. Right. There's no lights on in this concourse. So, yeah. so it was just really weird and depressing and, and just gross. So it's been so fun this year having all the fans back. They are loud. They start early. It'll be even more so this Sunday because the sheriff's in town and well, he's always in town. He lives here, but he's at the game. People will see him. They're going to unveil his pillar for the ring of fame outside in the South stands uh, before the game. And then he'll be at halftime honored. So everybody will, you know, stay around in their seats. Mike Shanahan had the same thing happen at the Raider game um, where they, he was honored at halftime because his name just went up in our ring of fame. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty cool. And it's, I mean, they're loud. And I just actually ordered a brand new um, IFB because I'm getting to the point where I can't hear <laughs> The uh, you know the, the broadcast because it gets so loud sometimes, especially when we're on wow. you know the other teams on defense. Man, it's third down and they're going crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's so, pretty cool. So, so yeah, no joke. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. So, Was that a so little too much? Me, you said I saw a thing on Twitter. I think you guys have like lost eight linebackers this year. Is that was that correct? Oh, or is that different? It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, no, like I mentioned so, with, with Josie Jewell, um, yeah. Alexander Johnson, uh, Mince just went on IR. Yeah, I was I got the injury report right in front of me. Um, I mean, and, and we're bringing in guys. Oh, and Malik Reed, who's one of my favorite ones, he's limited. Um, we're bringing in guys like every week. I'm like, I have never heard of this guy before. Literally three new guys. And so they just traded yeah. and brought, they had two guys. They just brought in one from uh, Minnesota, one from the Rams. They're not sure one got here yesterday. The other one got here on Monday. So they're not sure if either one of them will play on Sunday. But I mean, that's to where like we're making trades, you know, not out of, you know, out of total necessity, not out of like trying to, oh, hey, we're in this great position. We can make a trade to get better. We need them because we have no. (laughs) So we have nobody too at the linebacker position as well. So (laughs) now that we're all that we're both injury ridden and just really bad. Equal footing. How do you how do you see the Denver Broncos team right now? Like where is their ceiling? Are these injuries super serious to where you guys are just going to be fighting for a draft position? Or do you guys really feel that you can make a push for some postseason football action? You know, I think if we can get some of our guys back, in particular, like a Jerry Judy and an Albert O, if we can get some of those offensive weapons back, I think we might be able to make some things happen. Um, If you look at the defense, I mean, they still, I was kind of comparing, like I said, I was comparing the numbers with the uh, with the defenses um, net yards per game. Broncos are still fifth in the league and uh, Washington's 29th. Um, there was one where you guys I mean, you can't, you can't get any lower. So points per game, 30 points per game. Uh, Washington's 32nd. I'm like, yeah. well, that's about as bad as it gets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct. As I check is, those 32 yes. teams. And yeah. Broncos points per game, 18. So kind of middle of the pack there. And so they've still got some really good defensive stats. We've got some. But but I mean, we've got to make sure that 
I mean, Vaughn needs to play. Vaughn needs to play better. He hasn't had a sack in a while. He was the September AFC defensive player of the month. And then really in October, hasn't uh-huh. quite gotten to the quarterback like, you know, right. he needs to or, or wants to. And now if he's injured. So um, it kind of a TBD. I think this game will be a, a huge test for them to see, OK, how are we with some of these new pieces? Are these new guys going to be able to play? And how are we going to and can our secondary, you know, keep up? I mean, there's just been some and there's been just some weird things that happened. Like one time Vaughn was on a wide receiver and we're like, why? Why is Vaughn on a on a wide out? And, we, you know, where's stuff breaking down? So we've got some concept. breakdowns happening, too, which shouldn't be <laughs> yes. when your head coach is a defensive guru also calling the plays on, on defense. You know, we right. got to make sure that. That's buttoned I'm up. Also familiar with that concept. Maybe <laughs> it's out. Of, maybe it's out of his league now. Maybe defenses are too. Uh, you know, like it's passed them by. Yeah, passed them by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You never know. I mean, that's you know, when young blood comes in, you always go, oh wow, you know, and they've got different thoughts, and then the old school guys can't quite keep up yes. sometimes. And mm-hmm. I mean, the whole discussion here in Denver with Vic is should he actually be the head coach and and managing the game and on the sidelines and and calling all the defensive plays, or can he be more of a manager and let um, Ed Donatel, who's our defensive coordinator, call the play. So it's that whole struggle. And I mean, there's so many teams that go through that where you've got your head coach who is very one-sided to one side of the ball, takes over on that side, but then forgets to manage the clock and loses all the timeouts because somebody's told him that he should challenge a play, which he shouldn't have. I mean, I'm standing right there and I'm like, oh, God, why is he throwing the red flag? No, no, no. Oh, that sounds so familiar. I I promise you. You know the Spider-Man meme of like looking at that's us on on Sunday. Yeah, Yeah. So, hey, so we might actually have a good entertaining game. Um, Broncos are three-point favorites last I checked, so it's, it's pretty close. Okay. So you, you took a couple of shots there at Washington, totally warranted. We well, totally they were understand. They're, they're... Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you didn't <laughs> have to shots. bring them up. You didn't have to bring them up, but you did. That's great. Okay, I got you. But totally warranted, though. There's, let me say that. Totally warranted. But we like to ask all of our guests from the opposing teams of that week the same question. What is your view from the outside? What is your view of the Washington football organization? Oh, wow. On you know the field I mean? and off the field. Like yeah, just whole, just kind of. As a whole, do you? Okay. How do you look at us? What what is your what is your She's understanding? Loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the perception, I think, you know, as yeah, I read, perception. more stuff's coming out because they're in NFL owner meetings right now, and and you mm-hmm. know, there were a lot of hot headlines yesterday with what Roger Goodell said too. So, um, I think the perception is there's a lot of problems um, front office wise. I would say. I mean, the investigation to have six hundred fifty thousand emails, and the only thing that comes out are some that John Gruden wrote. Uh, there's probably a little bit more to it than that. And so I think the perception there is that there's been some, some things going on for quite a while that, you know, didn't get stopped at some point along the way. And then what's the product been on the field? I think that's, I think sometimes the front office overshadows what's going on on the field. I think when Mike Shanahan was there, it was a bit of a different product. And we were interested because Mike Shanahan is, you know, he spent a lot of time here in Denver. So a lot of people kept track of, of what was going on there, but did you know, Here's, here's a fun fact for you, and this is not another shot. I'm just bringing this up. I was about to say, I hope this is a fun fact. It's a fun fact. It was eight years ago today, October 27th of 2013, that Washington visited here in Denver. That's the last time they played here in Denver. And um, the Broncos had 38 unanswered points and overcame four turnovers to win. Uh, what was the final there? It was 45. All right, good night. Good night, Susie. Appreciate you having on. We'll see you on Sunday. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I missed the, the fun no, part. Of this. Yeah, what was the fun part? Today that that happened. Oh, that's wow. the fun that part. Well, 
it was kind of fun. I mean, I, I remember <laughs> that game too because she I had mean, a lot of fun. There were four turnovers, and uh, wow. and it was Mike Shanahan. I think that was his first year. It was the first time he'd come back here anyway when he was with the Redskins. So, 20... what a homecoming! Yeah, uh, it would probably been his second or third year, but yeah. Oh, was it but, okay? But first time yeah, he'd come so, here, but his first time yeah. back yeah, to Denver. Time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty-five twenty-one. That was. But oh. you guys still have the Super Bowl in in, in eighty-seven. That's right. So, Don't you forget know, it. Can, yeah. We, there's yeah. that. They talk about unanswered points there. We can, uh -huh. we can, we can bring yeah, up those unanswered points. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Susie, give me a score prediction realistically. I know you're pretty biased, as you said earlier. Give me a score prediction for You said Sunday. it's going to be an entertaining game, so I hope this you is did. a good score. Yeah, and you know what? I think a little um, why I'm, afterwards, too. A little I'm bit. hoping we get, some, we get to see some points on the board. I am going to say I'll keep it kind of close. I'm going to say it's going to be like a 24 – I'm going to say 24-21 Denver. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Got Denver, huh? Wow. I always have Denver. Even on the games you know you're not going to win, do you still pick Denver? Yeah, I pretty much do. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, that's, 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 she's a homer. Same. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah good. I always that's have that internal hope. Team. I'm just always in hope. And plus, it makes my job easier when they win. So I always just kind of, you know, right. I get the first interview off the field and I'm like, it's so much easier when it's a win. So, so much more fun. That and... How'd you get that helmet signed real fast? How'd you get that signed? Oh, bought it at an auction. Oh, yeah. So you ain't going to like that. Like, okay. Yeah, no, but I've got, no, I've got John. I mean, I, I used to host John's show. I mean, I, I know John. That's cool. But I think way back when, before I got to doing what I was doing, we bought it at an auction. And then later I was like, man, I could have yeah. saved the money and probably had to sign it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, so if they, if they end up going through the whole sale and everything, all that, is, is John going to be a part of the new... Yeah. The new group or whatever that's going to stick around? That's an interesting question. So yeah. what we're hearing is there's a couple of interested groups, one that John is a part of and one that Peyton's a part of. Now, whether that's oh. really for real, mm. I don't know, but separate groups, different investors, and wow. somebody needs to have a third of whatever it sells for, like in cash. So somebody, and, and mm. they're saying it might be $3 billion. So somebody needs to have a billion and there aren't a lot of people that have a billion just to throw down on a football team. So those investors <laughs> are going to have to be some pretty big, heavy hitters. And yeah. uh, so we'll see. But, I mean, it's going to go for a lot. And, I mean, mm -hmm. if, if I'm the the bowling kids, I'm like, hey, just split it yeah. seven ways. I'm, I'm yeah, taking no, it. Yeah. No more fighting. Let's I'll, go. I'll take $5 for goodness sakes. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you team, are you team Manning or team Elway in that? Uh, if that's a, a true battle? Oh, that's a really good question. So I think so based on Peyton and if you guys watched his hall of fame speech, I mean, he was to me lobbying for some future position in the NFL, the way he talked about, you know, football, how it helped him, how it needs to be the future. We need to get our kids, you know, involved. This Natty coaches his son's uh, Marshall's flag football team. That's very well known. We have people all around. They're like, oh, yeah, I went up against uh, Marshall's football team. And there's Peyton on the sidelines uh, uh, coaching. Cool. So um, I think he's very invested in making um, football and the NFL, you know, going to the next level. And um, John would probably be the same way. John would probably be more hands off, I bet, as a uh, as an owner than Peyton might be. Peyton is very calculated, likes to know everything that is going on. So I think he would be a very um, in-tune owner, very hands-on, mm -hmm. um, maybe not like a Mark Cuban type, but right. kind of like that, where it's like, you know he's there, you know he's a part of it, it's getting run well. I mean, and Pat Bolin was like that too. Pat was in every single day. He worked out in the weight room every day, he was a triathlete. And so he'd go in and work out with all the players and they loved him. And, but he wasn't so much involved that he was making all oh, the decisions. Man. Pat knew where his place was. 
but he was around and the the expectation was we are always in here to win a championship. And, and that hasn't necessarily been that it's missed since Pat's been gone. And um, I think that's something that needs to come back where it is understood that when you walk in those doors, the expectation is championship, no matter what, that's it. Oh God. Why is it so hard for our organization to be like this? It's hard for a lot of them. I don't know. It's sure. really interesting. Yeah. Like those, I'm being like, like a serious and also like, yeah, if those transactions, it makes you wonder failed. if they're in it for the money, for the tax write-off, for the what? What's what's the end game of owning an for NFL the title? Team? Not like, to get to yeah. a championship. What is it? That's, yeah, that's what that's what Just it to is. Say you own DC. a football team, so right? Dan, Dan the fan Snyder, who may need to get out of DC here at some yeah, point. You guys so hiring? maybe he puts his his <laughs> name into uh, no way. Yeah, I'm not taking that on. No way. He's got a lot of money. He's got billions of dollars in his pocket. <laughs> that one may well, not go very far here. Probably yeah. not. Probably it doesn't go very far here either. But we appreciate <laughs> you, Susie, joining yeah. us here on Ref the District. This is Susie Ward Jin, who is yes. the Broncos sideline reporter. You'll have to watch the game and see if you can't spot her on the sideline. I'm definitely going to be watching out for yeah, that myself. Too. I think I'll be, be bundled game. up. I think it's supposed to be a little nippy on Sunday, so I'll be oh, in a yeah. in a big jacket. Okay. So, Double, triple, you've been, there, perhaps. You've been a lot of fun, Susie. We really appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, it was fun being on. Thanks appreciate it. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming out. And when we come down, it will be our cool down with some Dala Dala and some other DC sports. Thank you, Susie, again. Thanks, Susie. You bet. Thanks, guys. Great time there with Susie. I got to switch off the big, big screen. I'm not, I'm not deserving of the, the big screen the way that uh, Susie, Susie was awesome, right? Bro, Man, we're going to lose on Sunday just from the organizational standpoint. <laughs> just, <laughs> right. how, just to hear how smoothly operated, how championship <laughs> mentality is in the building. Like, yeah. we're going to lose just off of that. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, she's still just, after all cool. these years being just a part gleaming. of it, she's still upbeat about I their know, organization. Bro. And their like, team. They're, they've lost four games in a row. You couldn't tell, by the way. I know. And them. we're over here going, oh, God, oh, we got another yeah. game Jen, this week. <laughs> yeah, I, asked, I, I asked about the experience, and she was just like, oh, it's amazing. And I'm yes. like, oh, yeah. if, if she only, had a, a cool story. Only, the story I can remember only. from our stadium, the I, most recent one I can remember is, oh, the water pipes busting on some fans during the game. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was great. Hey, those or, fans got upgraded to the uh, suites, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, and you remember your guy from the, the Tom Brady football thing? You see he got a Bitcoin as well? Yeah, which is worth $62,000. Yeah. Yeah, which My is going to be set. in like five years. It's going to be worth a half a million. All right, all right, all right. He's, he's, he's getting his. He's getting his. <laughs> all right, well, let's stick like with the, uh, the Washington football team talk, and then we'll move over to the cool down. Uh, you know, we were doing a lot of joking with the, with the ownership stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and we did tweet out about – the fact that we were going to actually talk about the Dan Snyder, uh, oh, you yeah. know, issue. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring bring that up right now. Okay. okay. Roger Goodell comes out. Uh, you know, the NFL owners are all having their meeting, and he comes out and he essentially says, you know, Dan Snyder's received his punishment, or he's mm-hmm. he's been held accountable. Mm-hmm. Do you two feel like that's been the case? No, no, no. Um, a measly $10 million fine to the organization and not Dan personally, I guess what the reports are, is not enough. 
He's still allowed to show up to games, which he has done already this year. He is still allowed to do things affiliated with the team, which he's been doing, quote unquote, behind the scenes. Uh, putting Tanya Snyder was not the move that was made in the light that he thought. It was to save his tail from getting in more trouble and not, you know, taking the blame directly to his face. Um, so, no, I do not agree with that. Like I said, he gets to do whatever he wants, still show up in a hoodie to the games, you know. So yeah. no, a ten million dollar fine, and they're withholding the reports. Like no, he has he's not been accountable at all. No, of course he, he hasn't been anywhere close to accountable. And two points on that is that one, uh, like you like Trevor was saying, he he's still everywhere. You see him everywhere, and <laughs> yeah. and what we talked about before a while back is he goes home every night and he's yep. he eats dinner and goes to bed every night with the co CEO. Yep, CEO whatever, right? So he's going to obviously have an influence on how the teams <laughs> operates day to day. So to yeah. say that he's on the sidelines and not operating is, is a farce. That's not happening. And what we can't forget in all of this, who pays Roger Goodell? Where does he the get NFL his salary? owners? The, the owners, owners pay him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. he's not going to turn around and just start saying Dan hasn't been accountable and we need to investigate further. No, because then he's going to be out of his $43 million a year paycheck. There's no way he ever, ever do anything like that. So of course, no, he was, he's not accountable. Uh, Mark Mark Davis came out today and Mark Davis did, uh, did say, Hey, I think they should dig further into these emails. Maybe perhaps a little bit of spite there because he lost his head coach, which he didn't yeah. want to do, right? Which I guarantee you, he didn't want to do. So no, he didn't want to do that. It'll, it'll be interesting to see where where it goes. But I, I'm with you guys. It, the whole thing when this came down, right? And and Dan stepped away. It, it was everything that what the team said. This was his choice. The fine wasn't to Dan. The fine was to the team. So it was very interesting that that uh, the choice of words that he was held accountable that was to me was the was the was what struck me was this Mm -hmm. like wait a minute okay now we're saying that he is held accountable so it it just seems like maybe the communication isn't there between the our organization the washington football team and the nfl or it's there or the communication is there and the nfl is choosing not to do anything about it because he gets paid by the owners so they're going to do whatever they're going to do regardless. It's the NFL. That that an, a truer statement has never been said. They're going to yeah. do whatever and I hate, they're going to do. And I, and I hate NFL. to be like that, but Well, that's true. It's not it's not like it's not something that all of a sudden the NFL is powerful and they're going to It's always been that way and big businesses have always been that way and yeah. there's really nothing you can do about it. There's only two things that can that can affect ownership of an organization. Really, there's only two things. First one would be a player revolt, right? Where the players just say, we're not playing for this owner, like they did with the Clippers a few years ago, when they basically said, we're not playing for Donald Sterling. And eventually they had to figure out a way to get rid of him, and they did, Yeah. right? Or I think the Reds kind of did that with Marge Schott. It was way before Trevor and Nathan were even born. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) Yeah, the Reds did that with their owner way back in the day. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, but also that's one thing Just that's not going to happen, head, Trevor. <laughs> that's not going to happen in football. There's 53 players and they're not going to yeah. all agree on the same thing. They can't even agree on 
life-saving vaccine. So they're not going to agree on as a group to boycott a game. Cross the bow there, man. Yeah, that was nice. But no, you're you're exactly right, bro. Right? So the other thing, obviously, is money. You go Mm -hmm. after the sponsors, which people are trying to do. But those sponsors, it's not like some guy sitting in an office at Coca-Cola and he's saying, (laughs) hmm, we've got this letter that says that the Redskins, the Washington football team is a bad organization and we should not Mm -hmm. give them any more money. Okay. It just doesn't work that way. There's too many lobbyists. There's too too much money going around to all these different people. Not happening unless you get a huge groundswell. And that could be starting, but I, I just I don't see it. And Roger Goodell also said that the anonymous I can never say this word. Anonymous. The an- anonymity. Anonymity is top priority for everybody affected to those in that report, which is true. But I think the ones that are advocating to get for it to be like, you know, released or whatever. Maybe just release a few snippets or something from those two stories just so the public can actually, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to release the whole report due to the A word I can't say, but the ones that are advocating come to some agreement where, like, you can put it out because it does need to be put out. Something needs to be put out. Something. Well, to to also to piggyback on that a little bit in that uh, I've listened to a few of the podcasts of the people involved with the investigation, uh, their firsthand accounts, Okay. They did not ask the NFL for anonymity. They asked or they were given anonymity by the investigation so that, for example, Dan Snyder cannot say, oh, this person said something bad about our organization. Well, I'm going to retaliate. It's kind of like whistleblower protection. Uh, That's what they were saying. Not to the actual report to the NFL. Once Mm -hmm. that goes to the NFL, they're like, I've already come out and told you everything that's happened i'm out in the public i'm doing news reports i'm go ahead you can say my name you don't need to keep it confidential so he's he's kind of lying about that's what they do they they're yeah. protecting it's, each other it's a lot of spin. Not, I i'm surprised not, he didn't go with say my name say my name there for a second there Trev. I'm not gonna the, uh, that one. oh good the, one nathan dang I'm oh i know that he didn't one. go with that on. one okay the uh we'll yeah the, you know we we also talked about this on our twitter it what he's not going to lose his ownership over, I think, this particular scandal yet, you know, as it stands right now. Right. Um, to be fair, he also won't lose his scandal over what I'm about to say next. Uh-oh. But this is what he is more likely to lose his uh, ownership over. And that is the loss of revenue from <laughs> the attendance, from yeah. the fact that there's yeah. nobody coming to the games. The, 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 you know, I'm not Look saying it's like a one-year <laughs> off thing. I'm saying it's routine that, that if the team continues to have an issue bringing people into the stadium and also people tuning into the games, that that hits the NFL where it actually cares, which is their pocketbook, and that's – where Dan can lose his ownership, but that's going to also take a little bit. That's not going to be. And and when you ha- and when you and to be fair, we've talked about this as well. Dan has put people in positions where we like them, right? We like Jason Wright. Yeah, mm-hmm. we like Ron Rivera. Now things aren't going quite the way we thought they were with with Ron. And Jason did have a misstep with the retirement the retirement ceremony this way actually. Um, but we still like those people and we like them in the positions. So this is 
it, it's going to be interesting to see if they can turn around some of these things to include this culture that was so bad for so long mm-hmm. under his ownership. And I think that he is, he should be held accountable and responsible because it was under his watch, whether or not he knew it was happening or not. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. the way leadership guilty works. by association. Yep. And, yeah, that's how leadership works. The, and the so that's the point. The you don't get to, you don't get to feign ignorance. It was underneath your leadership and whether or not, he believes it or not he appointed and he stepped back and let bruce run the show that was he was the one who appointed bruce and if that's the way bruce ran the show he was at fault for for one putting him there and then what we'll find out i think as more and more of these discussions happen is whether or not he did hear about it from some of them from the employees but we'll find out more about that as we and as we go I, I agree with you with that fan attendance thing too because if you notice on twitter there a lot of the team now have their reps they're like advertising gold packages for up to 10 yeah. people special pricing and then they they're adding these vip seats and tables tickets right there tickets are available like, and while and we're talking they're just about adding more yeah. things to try to get fans to come, and it's not well, working. While we're talking about this, I we we had a message uh, out from someone who uh, we've we've tailgated with in in our lot. Um, shout out to to Brendan and Ryan who who tailgate with us, and they're they've been season long fans. Uh, actually, I I picked the Riggins uh, countdown trivia because uh, uh, Brendan happens to be a big big time uh, Riggins fan. Mm-hmm. They're done. They they they're they're not coming to another game. They 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 did backtrack. They said maybe potentially they'll see, but right now they're just they they don't want to come to another game because the team just isn't putting in the effort and they they just can't justify coming out to the games. These are season ticket holders, you know. The this you know, but we've seen that even with uh, with a friend of the show John Wood who was coming up for preseason games during mm-hmm. the time where it was the team had promise, but driving up from North Carolina now he has some other issues that you know some uh, health concerns and stuff that are going on as well. But he's even said even if he's healthy, he's not coming up. You know, and now yeah. and now another season ticket holder from Delaware who has to drive like an hour. Uh, or so, but but his son Ryan is just down the street, like an hour or so down, you know, you know, our train ride down the street. So it's not like these people are, you know, no one wants to come to the games when one the experience isn't what Mile High Mile High is, right? That sounded great having that many fans, there, having that kind of, <laughs> you know, that it kind did. of chance and all those things happening. We are missing that at FedEx, and that's not on the fans. You know, I know that that's been kind of back and forth on 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 Twitter with some people and blaming the fandom and stuff like that. Here's the thing. The product on the field needs to get better. Yep. Bottom line. Bottom line. Okay. Yeah. Now you be a fan. You know, we say this at the end of the show, be a fan. You be a fan. However you want to be a fan. Okay. Whether or not that's the hog farmers and you're head to toe in burgundy and gold, or if that's you at the house, just watching the game by yourself. However you want to be a fan, you be a fan. Um, and if that means right now you can't support the team because of what's going on, that's fine. I support that. I completely understand. You know, this team is is very difficult. <laughs> you know, we've all been lifelong or, you know, most of us have been lifelong fans. So it's it's understandable that after years of essentially abuse on a, in a relationship standpoint, 
it's not something you want to, right? You know, Stoner, you came out and said you you got ash burned, right? Yeah. So it's not did. it's not a fun thing to to go over. Uh, at least not as fun as Dala Dala, which will transition to right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> nope. Wait a minute. Nope. Yeah, nope. Stoner, not going to give you that said- time. Whoa. I mean, I mean, just say, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go say, ahead. Go ahead. I'll say a half a sentence, and then you yeah. guys tell me if you want me to finish it. Okay. okay. I think you guys are fundamentally wrong about that. All right. Do you want me to go on? No. Or should we go I, to no. Dollar? no. Let's go dollar dollar. Uh, I'll be fundamentally wrong. We're gonna go dollar be, dollar, or we're we gonna go? I'll be wrong. I'm good with being wrong. Fundamentally wrong about what? About uh, about the empty stadiums is gonna cause. The owner, not the to total cause, but it's, it's definitely it's, a playing it's, part. It has almost no part of it. It has almost no. I mean, it has like a like a perception view of the team, but it has no part on Dan's bottom line. It doesn't. They have been this way for twenty years. Let's just say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say the first <laughs> ten years um, that they were still bringing people in all the time because there was still hope. The last 10 years, their attendance has been woeful. They've covered seats with advertisements to hide that nobody is buying seats. They've been doing this for 10 years. And Dan Snyder just bought the most expensive yacht in the history of the world until Jeff Bezos Bezos's gets finished. You know, he's has yeah. the most expensive. He's going to buy the team, but anyway. Why? Well, why? Why, did, why was he able to buy that? Because of the TV con tracks that's where all he's making money still like the fourth or fifth highest valued franchise in the entire nfl as bad as they've been number five i think attendance does not have that big of an effect like i said it does have an effect when you look at the empty stadium and the product on the field and all that stuff nfl's not happy with it yeah but well no i don't (laughs) think it has any bearing on whether or not dan snyder will be the owner all right Zero. Check out check out our our our, our friend uh, Colin, uh, Colin from uh, at at Colin underscore WFT News. Yeah, check out his his uh, his uh, post. He did actually the, linked did, it under our latest Twitter uh, thing. So he did he the had NFL a, he had come out. Finger. Did the NFL come out and say they're unhappy, or did Colin say the NFL should be unhappy because of this low attendance? No, the NFL actually the the the, the there's an actual news articles out there that the NFL talked to the four teams with the low the lowest uh, attendance rates. One of those being Washington Football Team. Okay, so. I mean, I mean, they're concerned for sure. They're not going to get rid of Dan <laughs> Snyder if this continues for another ten. This years. This is spicy. They're just not. That's just. It's not. Enough. Oh, we got a paragraph oh, in the geez. comment. Holy cow! Yeah, we, got, we got a paragraph. Shout out to uh, Dark Sage in uh, what up, Dark in Sage. Our, Put your old man uh, glasses on. So uh, my concern one. about empty stadiums is we know how much influence big market teams have over sports leagues in getting what they want. For a lot of these teams, fans bring in tickets and sales. I worry that a lot of the big market teams will try to use their influence to get the NFL to cave or give in to what they want in regards to COVID and the fans. And another paragraph here from him. I see it all the time in baseball. The big market teams have so much influence. They basically can dictate to the MLB what they want, and the MLB will do what they ask because of how much power they have over smaller markets. And is this a big market or a small market? Technically, it's a big market. It's a big market. It's a big market. And they're not—they're not making Dan sell because of poor attendance. 
this never. conversation and, and the is team like, is okay. not going to move either because there right. there'll be a never. franchise here in a heartbeat because of the market because if if there's hope for this team for a team here to be successful the fans are going to flock to it and if that of means course. dan 100%. moves moves his franchise away and another franchise moves in People are going to flock to that franchise in hopes that it's going to be I'm not. what the Washington no, he's football not doing team that either, once right? was. I'm standing. Oh, he's I'm not moving. We all know he's not doing that either. He no, doesn't I don't want him to team. move the team. I, I'm already three and a half hours away. I need. To, I don't want to drive further away to go to a game to watch. <laughs> he's moving it to Lexington. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. <laughs> but you know, you're talking about Denver also, and how they basically always got a full stadium and everything too. But again, that's the only game in town, and I use that kind of very loosely. They're the only NFL team within hundreds of miles in all directions. And oh, yeah. so you grow up all over that area being a fan. I'm again, we've talked about this. I'm eight miles from Baltimore's MT Bank Stadium, right? Philadelphia is an hour and a half away. You know, Carolina's not that far. New York, Boss, they're all within this area. Denver's got nobody around. And so they're always going to basically have. Uh, fans in their state. Yeah, they, they have an but entire you, state to pull from. I bet you if, we, if it was a home game, we'd have half of Denver fans, no matter sure. what. <laughs> sure. oh, All right, let's go to Dollar Dollar. I'm getting. Let's, this is yeah, getting, let's, let's, let's go to Dollar Dollar. I mean, caps about and caps and let's let's do Dollar Dollar, and then we'll yeah. switch to the caps and uh, and yeah, uh, right. Sorry, sorry, I, I, had, I had to say that. I'm sorry, I derailed us for an extra five. I minutes. mean, you didn't have to because we didn't say finish the sentence, but it's okay. I didn't tell him. I just told. I just asked what were we wrong about? Like just asking, like specifically the subject, and then he went on. Fundamentally, he went on a stoner. Uh, diet you, hey, you knew I was going to, right? A stoner <laughs> spree is what we're calling it. A stoner spree. Yeah. Stoner spree. You what's knew a, I was going. What's to. Trev go on? A Trevor uh, talk. Yes, my Trev, Trev talk. Trev talk. Trev talk. Nathan's nonsense. Trev talk. Nathan's nonsense. That's often what comes out of my mouth. What is mine? Nonsense. A stoner. Stoner spree. Come on. Stoner spree. I like it. I like it. Stoner spree. Trev talk. Speaking of spree. Stoner spree or stoner story. No, I like the spree. 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 Yeah, because it sounds like it sounds like dirt, like like a you know illegal. Yeah, we don't want to say we don't want to say killing spree, but that's what it is. Right, right, exactly. All right, dollar, dollar. (laughs) All right, who wants to go? Does anybody have anything off the top of their head? Or yep. Okay, you do. All right, Trev. Chase Young records two sacks Sunday. Um. Look, Nathan wants to take it. I know he does. He wants to come with I, me. I know he does. Uh, That's I his go-go from last do. week. He wants to. Come, I want to go come with you. Come I want to go me, with Stoner. you, Trev. But come with we, me. we need somebody to take the bet, though. So if Nathan's not taking uh, it, then we got nothing. I bet EP will probably take it just because. I, I, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the bet. I think. Okay. He, I don't think he gets two. I do All think right. he has a strong impact on the game, and I do think Washington football team ends up with three, possibly four sacks on the game. Is that your okay. dollar dollar? Okay. Is that your dollar dollar? You gonna take three oh. three sacks? Wait a minute. What do we have? No, 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 no. Okay, chase. hold on. <laughs> I'm not gonna mine say two, Mine's two You're sacks for Chase. Two sacks. I, I'm taking that though. I'm taking, oh, taking I'll take it. that one. Right. right. Yeah. Oh man, I'm aligning myself with Trevor. He's like the worst better in the world. <laughs> but uh, I got you on I this got one. You. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll be fine. Chase, two plus sacks, two plus sacks. Nathan says no. Okay. That plus always k- kills me, man. I never. Understand. It just means at least. 
Okay. At least. Right. So if he gets okay. three sacks, you still win. That was just so that you're not locked two, in for I still win, two. right? Just at least okay. two. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Nathan, what are you saying? Four overall? No, I said three overall. I, no, I, I said possibly good. four, but I'm I'm not I've been you I've been letting you inch closer, Stoner, because you've egged me into making <laughs> riskier <laughs> bets. Okay. Well, I've I still want to win this bets. thing. I, I no no no. I've been making bets. You guys haven't okay. been taking my bets. That's a big difference. Yeah, all right. Okay. True. All right. So let's go with uh, the defense records two turnovers. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, I like it, so I'm not. I'm not taking. I like it, it too. I'm not taking it because I like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Go out on a limb. I mean, two turnovers is pretty much average for most. I'm not going on a limb. I'm winning. I'm winning. Right, right exactly. That is true. He is safe. winning. He's with playing these conservative safe. bets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. winning. Listen, you guys. You want to talk guys... to me? I'm winning. Stoner, you can bring the hey, heat, Stoner. I'm going to bring the what? heat. Right Stoner, what, what do you say about the king? If if you come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah. All right. You've been missing a lot, Stoner. You got to come at me. No, I don't, bro. I yeah, don't you don't know where that's, that's from. Come on, that's wire. Omar from uh, The Wire. I don't even watch The Wire, bro. Oh, wow. I don't even know who you are anymore. Okay. So, yeah, that's definitely deletable if you don't watch. The Wire is one of the greatest shows Yo, in the history of television. I know. That's only because you live oh. in Baltimore. That's the reason it's why. Not, I, I watched it before I lived in Baltimore. So. All right. Well, Fantastic. It is a great show. Seriously, watch the show. Dollar, dollar, stoner. <laughs> uh, okay. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Tressway averages oh, no. 53 yards per punt. Net average. I'll take that. that I love I love me. I love me some Tressway. I'll take I that. I don't too. think he averages that. Tressway. I think it's going to be more. 53 <laughs> net. Uh, you think it's going to be 55. more than Yeah, 55. Well, that's why you shouldn't take it. You should go with me. I'll go with mine's you. at least 53. So oh, 53 oh, yeah, I'll go up. with you. I'll go with yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for your help. Oh, See, he could have easily just took coach, my coach. money like that. <laughs> Thanks, <Crap>. coach. <laughs> that's that's two in a row. All right. I got All right. One. I got another one. Okay. You okay. ready? See, yeah. I'm not I'm not Mr. Conservative like Nathan, who's just like um, Taylor Heineke will throw the ball at least six times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gave a good stat. He barely made that that third. Bro, he's got all I the money though. Time. He's got all right, the money. You ready? I know, yeah, but, I'm ready. but I'm trying to like, you know, make it interesting, right? Okay. Kyle Allen takes a snap. Woo! I like that one, boy. I'll I'll take it. Ain't gonna happen, but I like it, but it ain't gonna happen. But I'll take it. I'll take that. It's not happening. Are you so it's not you're 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 taking it because it's not happening. Yeah. So it means I'm siding with Trevor. Mm-hmm. All right, Nathan. Like how this broke. is now that's you that's synonymous with with uh <laughs> with losing money at this. Yeah, point. you try you try to lose some money, jump with me, bro. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Allen's not seeing. I think that Taylor Heineke plays well enough. Uh Taylor Heineke throws for three hundred yards. That's your bet. At, at least three hundred. At least three hundred yards. I know, man. So, it's right. such a, look such at, a tell me, mwah. tell me. Go ahead. Without without looking, I'm going to look this up. Tell me exactly how many times this season has this man thrown for three hundred yards? Probably once. All of them. All of them. By game probably. one. Probably all of them. I think just game one. Maybe against Atlanta. I think it's. I'd say of them. maybe twice. 
remember, he only has what did I say, sixteen hundred yards, sixteen hundred and seven like games. Yeah, it's only so, like yeah. a little over two twenty or something like that. Average. Yeah, sixteen fifty eight. You're trying to tell me that three hundred yards nah. is not a no. I'm not letting you guys goad me into <laughs> giving you more yardage. <laughs> oh, All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Hi, Nikki. You're going with me. Yeah. He throws for at least 300 yards. For the record, against Green Bay, 268. Kansas yeah. City, 182. 248 against New Orleans. 290 against Atlanta. 212 oh, against Buffalo. Yeah, it happened. Keep going. Because I'm pretty sure okay. against um, 336 against New York Giants and 122 a, against the Chargers. No, nah, he ain't he doing that for 300 and 300 and something against Tampa in the playoff game. In the wild, oh, I, I remember like that game 36 <laughs> or something like that. We almost had him, we almost had him. Almost, no, almost. All right, all right, one. yeah, all right, you ready? Go ahead, Trev. Dax Milne gets three. Targets I'll take it on Sunday. Three <laughs> targets, yeah. I'm not, I'm, 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 um, I'm not even, I'm waving I'm that one it. off. I'm taking it. Milne three plus targets. Three targets, but he won't. He won't because he won't look his way. But (laughs) Stoner's taking it. I'm waving that one off. Why? Got any more? We're pretty much. We got a bunch. You got any more? No, let's do. Let's see. Trev Stoner, Stoner Trev, Stoner Trev, and Nathan. Nathan has one bet. One bet. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me. I'm (laughs) only on that. I'm really only on there once. Well, I have a, I thought I had two on there. T- I've agreed with Trev on one, and then I just made that bet for for making a bet. Oh, for making all the rest. A bet. Okay. Yeah. Didn't he yeah, do a free just... sack one too? Yeah, he, but no one took that one. So so oh, yeah. didn't and he did that and he did down. like a Taylor Heineke throws it six times or something. No, uh, yeah. you Nobody said that. Oh, okay. All right, you give me a good one, Nathan. Give us some off the wall crazy. Give give guys give you guys another one. Let's see. Come on. I got one too. I got one. Jarrett Patterson. In oh. honor of my, in honor of the other JP, he he scores his first NFL touchdown. Oh wow! I'll, hey! I'll take that too. It ain't happening, but I like that one. Trev, stop yeah. betting with me. I'd, I'd appreciate it if you stopped <laughs> betting with me. All right, I'm with Nathan on this one. No, no, you are. No, 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 yeah, uh, I'm taking that bet. That ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't all right, happening. I'm done. Well, if it happens, I'm going right. to be all up in the group chat. In the group chat. One dollar. Better, we, better, we better clip this so that way Trev has it so that way he can share it when it when, if it if it happens. All right, Let's scores. Washington 31, Denver 17. If that happens, I do the next show with no clothes except for a pair of underwear. Let's go! 31-17 Washington? Though. You don't think it's happening? 31-17, no. A oh, man. Point yeah, we're going to run the ball more. 26-20 to 20 Washington football team. Okay. Um, I have to do this just no, for the sake don't. of... Just for the sake, you can't have of, the sweep. You can't have the sweep. Can't have a sweep. I can't. We, can, Why? we can't do it because it never works. Yeah, we it, did it last week. I mean, not in Washington's favor. Oh, last yeah, okay. week we all had Green Bay, and Green Bay won because that was just yeah, duh, obvious. Yeah. 
All right, so I'm going to go 23-22 Denver. We've got a lot of one-point predictions. Even though technically I think it's going to be 23-22 Washington, but for the dollar-dollar, I'm going. So no matter what, you know that's I'm going not to be ever right. counted on the dollar-dollar, right? You know, what? it doesn't go for a dollar-dollar. No, it's just a score prediction. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I'm covered now, so I've I've given it both <laughs> ways. So no oh, matter okay. what, I can say I'm right. <laughs> Isn't that okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's that going to conclude the Washington football team talk. Let's move real quick to the Capitals. Oh, go Caps, go. All right, yes. Stoner, give us an update on how the Capitals have been doing since last week. All right, well, overall, I mean, they're 4-0-2 in six games, and you know okay. that, that means that they have two overtime losses, which don't count as regular losses, so they've gotten points in every game. Right. Uh, Ovechkin is leading the league in scoring. I don't know how he's still doing it, but he does it year in, year out. He's now fifth on the all-time scoring list, and I think he's like four goals from taking over fourth all-time. Okay, he's been amazing. We say it every week. He's the Mount. He's the George Washington on the Mount Rushmore of DC sports. He is the number one greatest athlete in this area ever, and uh, so they've been playing very well. I mean, they (laughs) defensively they weren't so great against Ottawa. But they yeah. won seven to five. Still, they're four zero and two. Off to an excellent start. They're playing right now. Don't give me any spoilers because I'm recording it. Okay. Uh, the Wizards <laughs> are also playing. Yes, sir. Trev, can, uh, yeah, Trev can you give us an update on the on the Wiz? Not the current well, not, game. Not current. Not tonight. Yeah. How has uh, the first week gone? I, I do believe we started off uh, two and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then two and one. We, yeah. Two, yeah. Well, two, we went to yeah, then we saw one. Brooklyn. And then mm-hmm. we took an L to Brooklyn. Uh, Montrez Harrell came on the air and said he needs to be better, needs to be high energy all the time. Um, that's good that he recognized that himself. That means mm-hmm. he knows what he's, you know, he knows what to attack and would be bring some, some some success. But just from the first three games, it's a totally different Wizards team, you guys. Uh, it looks like an actual functioning basketball team. They still got mm-hmm. a long way to go as far as chemistry goes and rotations go and everything like that. And but I mean, it's a complete 360 from the from the previous regimes that we've seen. Even with John Wall here, Russell Westbrook here, everybody who's been here to pair along with Russell Westbrook, it just seems like he just needs role players and not another superstar to help this team reach what they want to do. So hey, I'm kind of optimistic right now. Uh, I except agree. for time. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're, you'll never. <laughs> well, I won't say never. I'm gonna take a page from. Uh, well, I won't Dude, take Tomlin. a page from Tomlin's. Yeah. Book, but, never say never, yeah, but never. Never say, but never gonna be on on Bertan's uh on page but the 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 Wizards honestly I, I'm excited I think that I think all of our bets on them being over the win prediction at the beginning of the season where they're like 31 wins or 32 wins whatnot I think that's gonna look I think that's looking pretty safe as long as injuries don't take up to effect to you know mm-hmm. to pull stoners into there they yeah, are playing sure. the Celtics right now. Won't give that update because I know Stoner's also recording that. Yep. But uh, it's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be a late night tonight. You Tivo, bro. Your it's name is uh, Tivo. <laughs> I do it all the yeah. time. It's uh, it, it's exciting. We're gonna give more time, dedicate more time to them next week. We do stream live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Shout out to those who jumped in the comment section. We got Redskins Weekly and Kimber, who both gave us score predictions. Uh, my mom went with 21 
for Washington and 17 for the Broncos. Redskins weekly went 21, 24 either way. That's yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> with, a, with, with that particular name, with that particular yeah. name, we're going to say that you went for Washington football team. Yeah. All right. So Sorry. Uh, we also put this on your favorite <laughs> audio platform. So you can listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I've got a hand raise. So I'm going to go ahead and stop <laughs> right here. I love and it. I'm going to pass it to Stoner. Yeah. I just wanted to promote uh, some what? amazing, amazing content that we have coming up in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, first, first, I think we can say this. I think we're locked in, but next Wednesday on next Wednesday's show, uh-huh. we're going to have JP flame from the junkies on the show. Shout out JP. And and not just, he's going to be on here, but he's got something uh, to talk about, which is going to be awesome. Huge. Uh, so we got that. And then I, we can't, um, officially promote the other stuff, but we've got <laughs> some content that's going to be coming out. That yeah. everybody who's listening to this and who's not listening to this or watching this is going to be interested in. It's, gonna it's be going good. to be awesome. Just wanted to say that. Stay tuned. We've got some amazing content coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, we just dropped After the Whistle with Renee Washington yesterday on YouTube. Go check yep. that out. She was great. She's real, authentic, planted, not buried. I said that. Watched the interview. You know why I said that. Um, also... Yeah. Do I have anything else to say? I don't know. I got a couple more uh, things to say. So. <laughs> no, right, yeah, yeah. Are we going to pass it back to me? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. It's a long show. Awesome. I'm loving it. Go ahead. Don't forget that uh, countdown trivia. So you can answer the trivia question at yep. any time between now and next week's show. Just leave that comment for who you think was the person who was on the receiving end of Riggins' touchdown run and the Super Bowl. In there, if you don't know, don't worry. All you have to do is share this video on Facebook or Twitter. Just make sure you tag ref the district or use the hashtag or, or, and use the hashtag countdown trivia that, that just makes sure that we can collect the information because you will be put into a running to win some swag. We got some new stuff, pint glass, coffee mugs. We got long sleeve shirts. We got new short sleeve shirts. We got hoodies. We got it is hoodie season, as Trev loves season. to say. So, and we know that Washington football team owners love to wear their hoodies. <laughs> oh, so you two can as well. So yeah, that's gonna dog. do it here for episode 40 of Ref the District, Denver of Thieves. I'm Nathan Perry. Joining me as always, it's Trevor and the Stoner. And until Later, next boys. time, what be a fan. Be a fan. We love Washington. Uh huh. And we saw them die hard fans. Yeah, we are. You know, we keep it on 10. One, Let's talk about two, the one, two, three. Defense. Let's go. Panic, yeah, we are. Ref the dish. Oh, Come on out.